What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the podcast, I've got a social media and real estate superstar. She has built a local team in Michigan as well as a national and soon to be international team with over 400 team members. Welcome to the show. Go, go, Bethke. Welcome to the show, Gogo. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you, Dan? Great. And you are calling in all from Michigan, right? All the way up in Michigan. Yep. Pinckney, Michigan, if you can find it on the map. Where? What What part of Michigan is that? Just in, in case people can't find it on the well, map. Well, if you are <laughs> watching this, <laughs> every Michigander is going to show you right there, like in the mitten, in the, I would say, south middle part of Michigan. If you know Ann Arbor, um, we are about 20 minutes north-ish from Ann Arbor. Okay, great. Well, I know you've got a, a tremendous team that you've built uh, locally, as well as one expanding, you know, all over the country, actually the, the world for that matter. Before we jump into some of that stuff, why don't you tell our listeners and viewers today a little bit about yourself and your superpowers? Oh, thank you. Uh, so I, as you can hear it from my accent, I, am, I was not born in the US. I was born in Romania, Transylvania. I'm Hungarian by nationality. Um, I moved here all by myself when I was 21 uh, in 2003. I met my husband right away. <laughs> two months later, I was moved in. Two months after that, we were married. So we've been married now for 18 years. We have two kids. Oh, wow. I, yeah. That was fast. <laughs> yeah, you know when you know, they say. Um, <laughs> I didn't get licensed until 2011. By that time, we had both of our boys, um, and I was stay-at-home mom at that time. And uh, our neighbor thought that I would make a good realtor. <laughs> it wasn't even my idea. But I was watching HGTV pretty much as a full-time job. Um, so I'm like, well, I can do that. You know how simple it is when you're watching it on TV. Um, so I got licensed. And in the first year, I made $16,000. In the second year, I made thirty-six, <laughs> And then it's just... <clears throat> went on and on and on. I pretty much doubled my income, but it took me a hot minute to figure out how to make myself a name in the industry. Um, when we got, when I got licensed, we were broke, like broker than broke. Like I we probably couldn't even afford to go pay for, get licensed. Um, I got lucky because the company that I worked for right away, they paid for my licensing, but um, I had to figure out how am I going to get the next lead? Like, if you think about it, I didn't go to college here. I don't have college friends. I don't have cousins. I don't have people that I know. Like I had no sphere of influence. I barely spoke English. I had no money to buy Zillow leads. And, you know, I'm five uh, foot two. And I think at the time I was like a hundred pounds, like 96. <clears throat> so I'm not knocking on someone's door for leads. And I'm also with my personality. I was listening into one of your calls just before me and one of your podcasts. And the guy said that he spent from 10 o'clock until 7 p.m. On the, on the phone. And I was like, I haven't made that many phone calls in <laughs> 11, 11 years of career altogether. I don't cold call. I don't door knock. I never bought leads. I 
I had a very strong and in a, in a way unhealthy ego uh, where I was like, I am not begging anyone for their business. They are lucky they get to work with me. And I always had that attitude even when I had no experience. But in the same time, I am the sorest loser you'll ever meet. So whatever I'm doing, I have to be on the top of the list or not on the list at all. So very quickly, I realized that in this industry, the they talk about the 80-20 rule, but it's more like a 95-5 in my opinion, <laughs> where the top 5% of the realtors do 95% of the business. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, probably. yeah. I, I always say 90-10, but, but maybe it's 95-5. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like the top 5% really that does, you know, most of the business, most of the realtors, the average realtor, I don't, I think last year, the numbers were 600,000 realtors haven't done a single transaction. And the average realtor does one to two transactions a year. I was like, whoa. So I very quickly realized I do not want to be part of the people that leave the industry altogether, which is a good, you know, 80% of them leave in the first two years. I didn't want to be a part of that, but I also didn't want to be the part of the average realtor. Um, so then very, then I had to figure out, okay, I know what I'm not willing to do. What am I willing to do? And social media came about. So I was the first one to start a business Facebook page here in Pinkney, Michigan, like many of them maybe don't even have one now. Um, so we are talking 11 years ago. And that's how I started. It's just posting absolutely everything. And I used to be made fun of um, if I went to any of the events. It's like, oh, there's Gogo again taking another <laughs> selfie. What, um, were you, what were you posting? Absolutely anything. Like um, I, I just took my clients to be my future potential clients because everyone's a future potential client because everyone has to live somewhere, needs a roof above their head. Um, I just took them on a ride of what I learned today. Um, because the people that did know me, they knew that I was brand new in the industry. And then I didn't want to necessarily hide it from the rest of them. I wanted them to know who, who am I. And I wanted them to see my hustle and my work ethic and, and learn my knowledge along with me, you know, as I'm learning in the industry. So I would just share everything. Like I would go to home inspections or showing homes and there was something in the home. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. What is this? And I would just take a picture and post it. And then people would tell me, oh, that's an old um, oil tank that you know, <laughs> you left in the basement or, you know, things like that. Or if uh, if I learned something, like I would interview lenders and, and title companies, and I, I'm a sucker for information, and I hate not knowing or understanding things. So I would in, I would take out lenders and title companies and inspectors and appraisers and pretty much everybody that's tied to a real estate transaction out for lunch or coffee. And initially, I only could afford coffee, so I'm like, hey, can I pick your brain? Can I just take you out for coffee and ask you questions about the industry that I don't know the answer to? And I hear that you're the expert locally, and and then they would come out with me, and you know, at, at lunchtime, I would ask them absolutely everything and whatever I learned that day um, I would make a post about it or I would create a video about it and I'm like oh I did not know this I didn't have a clue that you know I assumed getting into an industry that the cheap houses are the ones that people pay cash for and then the expensive ones are the ones that people mortgage and I was like oh there's a limit for mortgage you can't even mortgage above for something at the time um, and then um, very quickly I realized that no it's usually the cash is the million dollar property and the very cheap property the two of them can barely qualify for a mortgage so you know things like that that as I learned in the industry going along and gaining that knowledge, I would just share it with the world. And that automatically, when that information comes out on your mouth, it makes you the expert automatically. And that's where all of my leads came from. It's just posting constantly, not allowing people to ever forget uh, what I do for a living. And uh, that's where all of my business and everything that I do today is tied back to social media. So you were, you were really documenting your journey and what you were doing and pro providing knowledge. Yeah. And, and almost documenting yourself learning the knowledge or, or how you found it out or yeah because at first I was like what the heck am I gonna post about like I don't have a transaction I don't 
have anything going on. And then I created something that I have going on. I went and interviewed all of the local experts that made me smarter. I think that's a, a really brilliant strategy that almost anyone could do. Like we, we all, we're all walking around with these iPhones or, you know, Samsung galaxies that are like little mini movie production capabilities, like probably as good as Hollywood had 10 years ago on, on you know, we could all hold that in our hands and, and yeah. walk around and yeah, this, document. I, I say, this is my office right here. <laughs> My office. I turn on multiple multi-million dollar businesses off of it with the, with the uh, technology, Wi-Fi or cell service. One or the other. I'm good. Do you think as that started to work, you know, some of these other agents, like you mentioned, that have, like would, would kind of snidely remark about, you know, GoGo's posting again or taking a selfie. Like, do you think, do you think that just comes from jealousy or they're, you're doing what they're not willing to do or, or what do you think that's all about? So I don't necessarily think it was jealousy at that time. I think at that time was just not understanding why on earth would I do that? Like, what's the point of taking a selfie and posting it? What's the point of taking pictures with people at an event? Or what's the point of talking about what you learned today? Like in, in, in a way, maybe they thought that that was stupid of letting the world know that there was something you didn't know. You know what I mean? And in my opinion, it was like, no, I'm taking them on the ride of knowledge. I'm taking them along the way of like, hey, I'm a brand new agent and I have no problem owning up to it. And I'm going to take you along the ride for everything that I'm about to learn because I know over time it's going to make me an expert. Hey, hold that thought. Do you wanna get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. What was your journey like from you know, being, being a new agent to actually building your, your team? Uh, I think you, you said you've got a pretty strong local team. What was that journey like? Well, that, give me one second. Just sure. stay at home. That's funny. Add yes, your brother's phone and let your dog in. Thank you. Okay, then we have to wait. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> that is not home, so they're coming directly to me. Uh, <laughs> it's spring break and on top of it being homeschooled with the new COVID rules. It's just a little bit more complicated to uh, get stuff done. Um, so then it, 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 I didn't have a team for the longest time though. So the whole team thing kind of just eventually grew into what it is today. Um, initially, I was just doing transactions and doing it on my own. Um, I did that probably until my fifth year is when I got my first assistant. Um, that year, I think, the fourth, fourth year, I want to say, um, that year I made 156000 So right at that time, I was like, I need an assistant because um, it was taking time away from the family. So that's how it started. I got a part-time assistant first who was helping me with transactions. And then I, um, not until I want to say year seven, when I started a small local team, where when I had one buyer's agent, then I was giving all of the leads to, then I didn't have the time for, or when I had listings, she would have had the, uh, the listings open. So then I can have the weekends for myself. So that's how it started initially. That fell apart when I took my business over to Keller Williams. Um, she did not follow with me. So then I went as an individual agent with my full-time assistant by the time. 
And then there I switched to Keller because I did 48, I think 48 transactions that year prior to switching to Keller. <clears throat> also, I went to, are you familiar with Tony Robbins? Yes. Yeah. I, um, my wife and I did his platinum program about, about six years ago now. It was really great. That's awesome. Yeah. So I did really great program. I went to UPW, then I went to Business Mastery. UPW, I think three or four times. Then I went to Business Mastery and then I went to Date with Destiny. And on Business Mastery, I walked in there thinking like I own this place. <laughs> I was like, I make good money. I'm an immigrant. Like, you know, like what else could I possibly be doing? And at Business Mastery, I realized, whoa. Uh, all my eggs were in one basket and was it was in the commission basket. So if that ship was, or that, what do they say? That ship was sinking, it was sinking, you know, it would. Right. So um, same thing as when you have one transaction and that falls apart, then you lost a hundred percent of your income. Um, so the same thing here is like, yes, I make very good money, but if things it's all over. So then my goal was to figure out how to make money in multiple different ways. Um, also in that event, um, I learned that the average multimillionaire has six to seven sources of income and only one they trade their time for. And I realized not only that all of my eggs were in the same basket, but I was trading time for money. And eventually, if you do this right, you're going to run out of time because there's only one of you. There's only 24 hours. Um, so then I was starting playing with the numbers. I said, okay, maybe I'll up my price range. So I, I'll continue doing 48 transactions a year but I upped my price range. Well, I was already at the low 400s. I think that that year, my average was 412. Um, in our area, the average was anywhere, I would say at that time, well, I, I covered two areas. So in one area was about 180 and the other area was about 250. So with, with those numbers, I'm like, I'm already at the higher end. The next step would have been a gated community. Well, we don't have a lot of those. And at the time, those homes were sitting on the market anywhere from six months to a year or two years. I'm like, no, like just to make more money, but then you wait a year and a half to collect commission. Well, that's stupid. Um, so right. I figured, okay, it's time for me to multiply myself. That was the only option. So I started another team at Keller. We had two buyers agent, myself as a full-time agent. Um, but Keller also, the reason I switched there is because they had something that was called profit share. So that was my other way of making money besides trading my time for money. And um, if it wasn't for Keller, um, and them teaching me about profit share, I probably would have never had my eyes open for revenue share. And so today I'm with a company called EXP as of two and a half years now, as of October of 2018. Um, so now I have a local team for agents here in Pink, Michigan. I no longer sell, so I'm out of uh, commission. I refer all of my leads out. Um, and then we also have what we call Team GoGo. It's our nationwide organization. And we have over 421 agents on there. I do not take a cut. Everyone is their individual agent. Um, if I refer something um, directly to an agent, of course, we do the 25% referral fee. But usually I'm a middleman. Um, the Team GoGo organization is very well known now. So if agents are like, hey, who do you, do you have anybody in Wisconsin? Do you have anyone in Ontario, Canada? Do you have anyone in Miami? Um, so they'll reach out and then I'll just make the connection and I'm just the middleman. I don't take a cut. Um, but so you do just to clarify you you do get part of the revenue share that exp gets from exactly. those agents right and that's yeah. and i know that's that's the huge draw or one of the advantages i think that exp offers is you know you can like they share in the revenue with you from people that you attract and recruit to the company. Exactly. And, and, exactly. So that was my other way of, you know, Warren Buffett says, if you can't figure out a way how to make money while you're asleep, you'll never be wealthy. And so I, I realized I'm really good at making money. So I can, I'm not, not afraid of making money and working 
hard. Now I'm at the phase of working smarter, not harder. But in the same time, if you can figure out a way how to do that while you're asleep, that's your way to wealth. And, and so these agents, they don't cut me a check ever. So they owe me absolutely nothing. Um, that three and a half percent or 4% or whatever that thing is, depending what level they are to me in the organization, um, that comes from the company. So it's just kind of like an awesome partnership in a way that we can be business partners together, but not owe anything to anyone. And that's why I am so set out of production. The way I look, look at it is if I can have 400 agents sell one house a month, versus me selling four or five, that was my average. That's much better for the company. It's much better for everybody else. And, and I, I live by uh, quotes. <laughs> so there's a lot of quotes that talk to me. So the other one that you know, helped me justify what I'm, how I'm running business today is you can have absolutely anything in life. The more people you help get what they want, Zig Ziglar. And um, so my goal now is just to help others to get what they want. And through their success, I'll make money as well. So you're, you're providing these agents that you bring on and, and recruit, I know you, you're providing them coaching and, and systems and, and things, things that help them go out and, and get more clients and, and help more people. Yeah. Um, so I, I, they see me four times a week. So I coach four times a week on different subjects. So every Wednesday we do a production related training. So we don't talk anything else, but how you're going to sell the next house every Thursday, we do tech Thursday. So my right-hand girls who does systems, um, she just pretty much teaches anything from KV core to Canva to Google docs, you name it, whatever an agent can possibly, you know, need to learn, um, to run a successful business. And then every Friday we do team building mastermind. So if they want to build their teams, then we get together. We talk about how to do that, how to do agent traction, how to build systems, you know, cuts, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then I also do a team building. So Every Wednesday night at 8 p.m., we have what's called the Why Not EXP. So it's an explanation of why should someone bring their business over and join with us. Um, so I do that pretty much for my team. So I do the presentation. They get to invite their agents. And if the agents decide to sign up and bring their business over to EXP, then they get to sign them up. So they see me four times um, a week. Also, um, one of the things that we didn't get to talk about. So through social media is how I generated everything. And at first we talked about it, at first I was making fun of, but then kind of that turned into, hey, Gogo, how do you do this? Hey, Gogo, why do you do that? Hey, Gogo, do you have five minutes? Can you show me this? Can you explain me that? And I got to a point where I couldn't, like if I went to an event, I couldn't walk down the hallway without having to explain sometimes the same question 10 times over. So I realized that I know, well, it wasn't even my idea. It was my husband's idea. He's like, honey, you have so much knowledge about social media. You have to turn it into a course and help other agents because you are repeating yourself, explaining the same question 10 times a day. So I created what's called um, GoGo's Bootcamp. So we have two different courses. One is a social media course. One is an agent attraction course. And they get access to all of that. So my goal is for everyone to be as successful as they possibly want to be. Everyone's goal is different. Um, we have agents and broker owners um, that brought their businesses over that are mega icon teams. And then we have brand new agents that they are happy if they just have one transaction a month. You know, so anything in between, my goal is to help everyone reach their goals, um, whatever, you know, whatever I can meet them. And then the social media course is really how I can help you do that because I can't teach you how to cold call. I don't know a single script. I don't do role play. That gives me the weebie-jeebies. Like I don't have systems for dialing. I don't buy leads. I don't tell you to do all that. So everything that I teach um, in the Team GoGo organization or in the bootcamp is how to do everything organically. Also, my marketing cost is zero. I don't run ads. Um, the ads that you may see um, are for the bootcamp, but you're never going to see ads that are ran for generating leads. So my goal is to teach everyone how to work smarter and not harder. 
And um, all of that we do four times meeting plus all of my courses are included. Well, I, th I think the beauty of being able to get leads through social media is that you know, you're, you're really leveraged. Like if you're on the phone, you can only talk to one person at a time. And, and I'm not saying that's not important or not to do it, but you know, when you, when you do a post or make a video, like thousands of people can, can see that. And it, it took yeah. you five minutes to make. Exactly. And not only that, but that post works for you for the rest of your life. That phone call you worked for it, you talked to that person five, 10 minutes. But the truth is in seven years, that person is going to forget you if you don't stay in front of them, which means you're going to have to make a phone call next year and a phone call next year and a phone call next year. And there's only one of you and hundreds of past clients. You can't possibly hit all hundreds of them in the same day. While with social media, you can. Not only all hundreds of them that decided to follow you that already are current clients, but also future clients that are you are going to earn their business just by staying in front of them. So the way I look at it is, yeah, that video might take me five minutes to make, but you might be watching it three years from now. Definitely. That video always works for me. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Carrie Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to CarrieSchollCareers.com. Again, that's CarrieSchollCareers.com. What, uh, what do you think is the difference between the agents that do really well on social media and, and you know, those that maybe they want to do well, but for some reason they don't? Like, what, do you, what do you think, the, the, <laughs> what do you think really separates the people from the, who really That's excel? That's a loaded question, but I can tell you exactly what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> How much time you got? So social media is a business. So it's not as simple. I wish I could answer your question in a very simple way, but it's not as simple. Um, it could be a lot of things. It could be consistency. They might be posting the right things, but not often enough, or they might posting often enough, but the wrong things. And, um, you know, if they don't edit their photos, if I see your cat climbing your curtain, if I see what you eat for lunch, if I see your children growing up, that means you are not taking your business seriously. I'm, it's not that I'm not a mom or I don't have two kids. I do. I have a dog too, but you're not going to see them on my feed very often. Like if it's Mother's Day, absolutely. If it's Christmas, I'll take a picture with my family. But other than that, it's business related. So where most go wrong is, or they post too much personal or they don't post personal at all. And, and people don't get to, well, people want to work with you. You are your business. You know, it's not right. the brokerage that's, it's not the umbrella of the brokerage that you work under. It's, it's you because they like who you are. Like, oh my gosh, the chick is so cool. I want to work with her. But they don't know that unless you allow them into your life. So you have to be in the photos. You have to be in the videos. Your pictures have to be edited. You have to tag location. You have to tag people. You have to use hashtags. You have to treat it as a business. You have to stay consistent. Like, I could, you know, I could go on your bio, have to say who you are, what you do, where you do it, and how can, how can I get a hold of you? Like those four questions, who you are, what you do, where you do it, and how can I get a hold of you? If your profile doesn't answer those four questions, especially the millennial, the millennial is not going to freaking Google you and find oh. your website and go to the contact me button and go to the bottom and send you a freaking email. They don't have, they want instant gratification. Right that to you and you only within two seconds. And if you don't have those contact uh, ways set up on your profile, if you are not a human on your profile, you're going to lose them, not lose them, not gain them at all. Which platforms are you on primarily? 
So mine mostly is Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Mine are automated. So I post on one and automatically post on the other. LinkedIn, you can't automate, but it's automated in a way with a virtual assistant. So whatever I post on Instagram gets posted on LinkedIn by my virtual assistant. Whatever I post on Instagram automatically posts on Facebook because the two accounts are linked together. So I strongly recommend you, when everything that I say, you must have a business page. I don't do business on personal. Okay, so you, many for many, many reasons, A, that you don't have insights, so you don't know who your target audience is if you don't have a business page. B, you can't run ads, so then it's stupid because you can only reach the people that opt in to follow you. You can't find and target your audience. Um, and uh, so absolutely everything you must run on a business page, not a personal account. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, you know, you get so much more data and that, I think that's fairly consistent on all the platforms. If you have it set up as a business or creator accounts, you get, you get a lot more data to look at, but you need to see what works. So, you know, so you know what to, you know, modify or what Especially to do if you decide to run ads, um, then you need to know who your target audience is. You know, how old are they? Are they man or woman? Um, because then you don't want to waste your time. If your target audience is between the ages of 35 and 45 and um, equally, mine is equally men and women, 50-50%, then I know who do you think I should target? The ages between 35 and 45 men and women um, in the Brighton Pinkney area. So if I know who my target audience is, that means I'm spending five bucks and then getting a hundred leads versus if I started targeting 18 year old men who don't even follow me, the chances that they're going to see my ad, it's going to cost me much more for them to even see my ad. And the chances that they're going to buy a home or sell a home with me are slim to none, A, because they are 18, B, because they don't know who I am. So I haven't earned their trust. What about TikTok? Are you on TikTok? I downloaded TikTok a long time ago and then I saw some videos about leaking data to China and all that. <laughs> so then I took it off. Um, and a couple of days ago, our friends always send us like TikTok videos, uh, just like silly, you know, our group of friends. And I was like, okay, I'll download it again. So I just downloaded a couple of days ago, but I do not create TikTok videos. Um, believe it or not, I'm not a very artistic person. I know when something's pretty, but I can't make it pretty. Um, so mine is very organic growth. My videos are not edited. I pretty much just take a video and post it with my cell phone. There's no editing. There's no thinking twice. I, I mean, there are videos and I'm not taking hair out of my mouth because <laughs> I'm like, oh, hold on, I'm eating my hair in the middle of the video and I don't edit it. I just post it like that. Um, so I, I run a little bit of a different uh, marketing thing where it's not necessarily a marketing um, plot where it's planned and I'm posting a certain thing on a certain day. It's very organic. I just talk from the heart. Um, whatever I feel like could help someone today in this real estate industry, um, that's what I post. Do you do a lot of live videos? None. No? Mm -mm. Very, very seldom. Maybe once every three months if I have something more lengthy to talk about and I want to do it right in that moment because I have the a minute, but most of the time I'll just shoot a quick video and post it. So it's on my feet forever. What, um, what other streams of income are you working on? I know you've got your real estate business, the team go, go, uh, you know, yeah. with the revenue share, what, what else are you doing to, to build that, those multiple streams? Yeah. So GoGo's bootcamp is my largest source of income. Second largest is revenue share. Third is commissions. Um, then I get a lot of affiliates because of the um, social media platform. So if you ever see me promote a company, 
first of all, I don't promote them unless I use their services and I love it uh, or their products and I love it. Um, but when I do, I do it through an affiliate link. Um, so I don't ever promote um, something that I don't have an affiliate link for, um, which means that I'm going to get um, whatever traffic I generate to them, however much sales I generate to them. Affiliate links usually pay out anywhere from 10 to 20%. I'm also an Amazon um, affiliate. So anything I mentioned, so let's say we buy a furniture for an outdoor furniture for the deck. Um, and I do a swipe up of like, hey guys, this is the outdoor furniture that I got from Amazon. It was $1,500, whatever. Let's say they don't buy that furniture, but they end up buying vitamins and dog food with the same link that I generated them over to Insta uh, Amazon. Amazon will pay me anywhere from two to 10%. Um, so I have a lot of random um, affiliate links, like anywhere from the CRM programs that we use to the click funnels, to uh, the, the safety jewelry that I wear, to you name it, any system service um, product that I buy and I love, uh, we have an affiliate link for that. So I get uh, monthly distributions. That's a, you know, if you're gonna build up your social media presence for your real estate business, you, you might as well like add more value to people by giving them information on, on things like that and then, and then capturing a portion. So I think that's a, yeah, like we have one a great idea up recently um, where there is no way to do an affiliate because they are like a company that provides multiple different services with multiple different employees. Um, so on that one, there is no way to do an affiliate, but what we do, it's more like a marketing agreement at that point. Then I help you market your company. And for that, they pay a certain amount upfront. Um, so then there's also, you know, those things. So the way I look at social media is if you do this right, you're creating yourself that financial freedom. You're creating yourself of a system that works for you and allows you to reach the masses and allows you to get paid for doing multiple different things. So yes, initially I only did it for transactions, but then that went into team building. And now we have over 400 some ad agents that that went into my course that we have over thousands of Google's bootcamp students. Then that went into affiliates. So now the anything that I ever mentioned, I got paid for. So um, if you do this right, there is a million ways you can skin a cat and, and a million ways you can make passive income. Well, before we wrap up, I always like to do a hyper fast round if you're ready for some fast questions and answers. Absolutely, go. All right, what's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Don't be a secret agent, meaning don't sit around at home and wait for so-and-so to call you because you're assuming that they know that you're a realtor, but you didn't put it out there for the world that you're a realtor now. Um, so what I would do is first thing is call every single person in your phone, your whole sphere, start 10 a day and go through A's, B's, C's, D's, and let everybody know and their mother that you're a realtor. And of course, you're going to follow up with a text message and you're going to invite them over to follow you on your Facebook business page or your Instagram business page. So then for the future, they don't have a chance to forget you because they're going to see your posts all the time. So secret agent, don't be a secret agent. What about an experienced agent? What would you tell them? Um, the, for the experienced agents, if you don't have social media today, because sometimes it's hard to teach an old horse a new trick, um, then you're going to be a dinosaur. You're going to be out of business. So I think at this point, it's not an option. It's a must. The question is, do you want to stay in the business or do you want to make it or kind of die out? What was your biggest business challenge and have you overcome it or what did you learn from it? Um, to me personally, and this is more on the personal side, it's not necessarily a business, but it is. Uh, I learned how to make money. I didn't learn what to do with it. Um, so a few years ago, 
I made over half a million dollars and I had $90,000 in credit card debt. And I was like, um, how could this possibly be it happening? Happens. It definitely happens. <laughs> fudge. <laughs> but a fudge. I clearly don't know something. I'm clearly good at making money, but I'm not good at figuring out where it goes. And I'm not good at growing it. So there's three phases to money. There's making it, there's saving it, and there's growing it. Um, so I realized I had to put myself through some sort of a training. And that's where um, I joined a, a millionaire group. It's a millionaire mastermind that I have to pay a membership for. Um, but I also believe that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. In other ways, don't ask a broke friend how to make a million dollars. Okay. They don't know. Um, so right. I, with my issue is I didn't want to surround myself with people who don't know my pain. Um, so then instead, I went to people who've been there, done that, who can teach me how to not make that mistake again. So I guess my biggest mistake was uh, is to learn how to handle money. What do you do when you're not working on your business? <laughs> oh, I am kind of a workaholic in a sense that I, but I don't work in the same sentence. I love what I do. I love what I get to do. Um, so I don't work every second and I am not doing something to uh, that is related to Gogo's bootcamp or related to Team Gogo, related to my own personal growth. I feel like I'm wasting time. So I am constantly growing. I probably am reading a book when I'm poolside, um, even though I'm enjoying the sun and I'm out there working on my tan and I might have a mimosa in hand, but I'm probably reading a self-help book. All right. Uh, last question. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? On a yacht. All right. <laughs> flying, there with my, flying there with my private jet. <laughs> um, no, don't take it uh, the wrong way. It's not all financials, but um, the way I look at it, I came for the American dream. I left everyone behind. So my parents and my sister and my nieces and everybody's back in, in Transylvania. So I actually haven't seen my parents this summer is going to be, I think, four years um, because of switching companies and I couldn't go home, then COVID, then COVID again, then it's still freaking COVID. Um, so um, uh, where I see myself is I want this American dream that I left everyone behind to worth it. So then my parents can say, I get it. I get it why she went so far. I get it why she um, hustling and working so hard. I get it why we can't just get together on a Sunday and, and go over to mom's and have dinner. You know what I mean? So I don't have that option. I miss out on birthday parties. Like I haven't had my family at my birthday party in the last 18 years that I lived in the US. I had them for my birthday one time that they were here visiting. So the American dream comes at a price. And since the price is so high, it has to worth it. So my goals are set very, very high. So then eventually I don't, I can afford to fly them out here whenever my little heart desires. I can afford to get them a house next to me where they can live six months with us and six months back at home. So we get to see each other um, because I'm also not willing to go home um, and live life there anymore. You know what I mean? So then I have to create a life where I can have my cake and eat it too. Well, I, uh, I agree with you. I, I think uh, that would be exciting to have. I, I wish you the best and, 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 you know, can't wait to see that happen for you. So thank you so much for being on the, the show today. You provided tremendous value and, and just a you know, great inspirational story as well. If people want to connect with you on social media or learn about the courses you have or Team GoGo, how do, how do they do that? 
So I have virtual assistants everywhere besides Instagram. So if you want to get to me directly, you must contact me on Instagram, email, or LinkedIn or Facebook. We have virtual assistants on. You're not going to get directly to me. So Instagram is your best bet. So it's at Gogo's Real Estate. So it's the at sign, Gogo's Real Estate. But if you Google Gogo's Real Estate or Google Back Anywhere, there's a million ways you can get to me. It just might be a roundabout way. <laughs> um, and as for the bootcamp, it's gogosbootcamp.com. Um, for the agent attraction bootcamp, um, that is almost like invite only. Um, so if you're interested about team building and you want that bootcamp, um, just message me directly on Instagram and I'll send you a link. You'll have to go through an interviewing process. And if you get accepted, then you'll get access to the course. Um, but again, it's Gogo's Real Estate or gogosbootcamp.com. All right, well, check out the bootcamp or connect with Gogo. This has been amazing. Thank you, Gogo. And thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe and turn on post notifications so you don't miss out. And leave some comments about what you think on the videos. 